I'm Dan Rosenberg. And I'm Stephanie Shelton. And we're excited to welcome you to 11 Minutes with Octane 11, a B2B marketing podcast. This is a chance to talk with experts in B2B marketing about the real challenges in this complicated space and solutions for solving them in just 11 minutes. Because no one has time to listen to long-form podcasts, least of all B2B marketers who are using more tools than ever and are under more pressure than ever to deliver breakthrough messaging and business impact. Today, we're really excited to be talking with Mark Johnson, a three-time CMO, most recently at Bombora, which is a great partner of Octane 11 in the B2B data space. And before that, he was at Resonate, Experian, and others. I've gotten to know Mark over the years, and I know he has a great perspective on the challenges and opportunities in B2B marketing. So let's just jump in. We only have 11 minutes. So Mark, first, please tell us a little bit about your background and what you've been working on these days. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to be here, Dan and hi, Stephanie. I came to marketing through a sort of non-traditional way. I started as after a career in ad sales as an online advertising analyst when online advertising was just getting going and covered the space during the blow up in the dot-com era. And that, for me, created this dynamic where, on one hand, I had to be excited about the opportunity of a new technology i.e. the internet, but at the same time, skeptical about all the claims of all the vendors. And so that then is carried through my marketing career. And I've been building and marketing businesses around data with an eye towards the opportunity, but at the same time, trying to communicate the value in, a, in an understandable and sort of realistic way. And what am I doing now? Actually, I'm trying to figure out, a little after a little bit of a sabbatical, I'm trying to figure out if we can bring modern B2B and modern go-to-marketing techniques and tactics, including AI, of course, to more purpose-driven organizations that typically don't have those resources. And at the same time, for more commercially and profit-driven organizations, help them be more clear about what their purpose, other than driving shareholder value and revenue growth and profit, uh, actually is. Very, very interesting. I love the contrast that you just described, especially being CMO, what you're seeing so with that background, what are some of those big challenges that you've seen across B2B marketing and go-to-market motions overall? Yeah, I think the greatest challenge is, and I don't really like the term because it doesn't capture it all, but alignment. And a lot has been said about the alignment of sales and marketing. But if you pull back even broader and think about your company and you think about a vendor, whether it's 50 or 500 or 5,000 or 100,000 people all working together. They're coming from different backgrounds, different experiences, different beliefs, different parts of the country and the world. And you primarily as a marketer and an executive and a leader have to get them all on the same page about what the company is doing, what the value is and what their contribution is to that. And that is, it's amazing that companies get anything done, given all of that sort of cat wrangling that has to happen, but it's critical. And I find that time and time again, companies get in their own way because they don't have the alignment and especially true at the executive level. Mm. Internal marketing, another incredible use case for B2B marketing, because it's communicating at the, at the company level. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. I hear that from our customers all the time. Well, what are, have you seen any good tools, tactics, vendors that have helped solve some of these challenges? Yeah. As you can imagine, I was thinking like when Jeff Bezos sent his brochure in the nineties about his new online bookshop to today, 
I've seen a lot of companies and a lot of new solutions into the marketplace. And it's always easy to get sort of caught up with the latest and greatest and shiny thing. And I found that the vendors and tools that resonate most with me are those that closely align to a philosophy and an approach. Obviously, Octane 11, looking holistically at all the activities and trying to understand the value there. Bombora, understanding the buyer's journey. Others that I really like, I've been using Grammarly since 2017. And because I really believe in the value of words and how important they are. Um, and of course, there's a lot of competition there now. And then another one, which is not particularly new, is Qualified, which really is about multi-threaded selling into organization as well as the person-person connection. So rather than sort of look for the tools, it's what is their underlying philosophy, perspective on the marketplace, and how do what they how do what they're bringing to the marketplace reinforce that? And do I believe in in that philosophy? Mm -hmm. I love that and kind of ties that to the thread of what you're originally talking about, that cycle of, of purpose. What do you, would you say is one thing that people get wrong in B2B marketing? Yeah, I think there is often a vast or gross overestimation of the amount of mind share and consideration that prospects have for any particular vendor or solution. And the idea, you know, we're in our companies, we're doing all our stuff, we're talking about our stuff all the time. And we oftentimes mistakenly project that degree of sort of obsession mm -hmm. with our prospects and customers and partners. And meanwhile, they're faced with the 10,000 different things that they are every day. And to occupy any piece of mind share, even if it's a pretty big deal that they're considering a big purchase is a challenge. So that then translates to how little value we're, pre we're presenting before actually asking for a deal. So, and you guys know this of how many engagements, how many touches in the buying committee, how much it takes to really close a deal at the enterprise level. So I, I think that resetting on, on that mindshare and what it takes to deliver value before asking for value in return is a bit of a calibration that has to happen across B2B organizations. Sounds really hard. <laughs> but you're totally right. I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, it kind of reminds me of a theme that we've heard on a lot of these podcasts is like marketing to people as humans, not just as a business. And I, I kind of see that thread coming through what you were just sharing. Um, yeah, well, you, go to an, you go to an event and you there's an open opportunity and you meet somebody who's on the opportunity and they're like, yeah, I don't, I never, what? No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You sometimes forget that you get so caught up in what yeah. you're you're doing every day. Well, are there any wishes you had for a specific tool or capability that would really arm B2B marketers? What would that be? I think we're getting to this with AI pretty quickly, but I guess it would be a visualization tool. And you know, it's like the word show me or pictures tell, you know, a thousand tell the story. And the idea, and we've all as marketers spent a lot of time coming up with the right schematic, the right infographic, the thing that shows the workflow so we can illustrate it to the market, to customers, et cetera. And doing that is really hard uh, because people bring their own opinion and you've got to iterate a lot. So using, and I, I, again, I think we're getting there, using AI tools to quickly cycle through 
concepts that represent your solution or process or the value, I think would be a great tool. And it's not just image generation, it's sort of uh, visualization generation. So I, that, that part I'm pretty hopeful for, I think we'll get there. And a lot of it is just how you prompt and describe what you need mm -hmm. as a visual into generative AI. And that's three quarters of the battle in real life is having your team align again on what are we describing here? So mm -hmm. I'd like to see that in a sort of turnkey solution. It's a great one. And it's always been said, lots of data, not a lot of information. Like you got to get the data into a way that can be useful and be processed and then be kind of actioned upon. Um, so that, that is a very exciting one. I totally agree with you. What would you say is a recent win that you've had in B2B marketing or maybe just in life? Yeah, tough. Recent win. I, you know, I just cleaned all the humidifiers in my house. And my eight-year-old is now gravitating towards Ed Rocher, one of my favorite artists. But I would think that it is maybe less win than gratifying is when team members, folks who have worked with me on my teams, watching their progress and development professionally. And I just caught up with somebody who's become a recent CMO and we worked together in the past. And it's not that I had some huge influence into that outcome, but maybe you helped a little bit and maybe you were able to identify talent along the way. And so seeing those folks flourish professionally and personally is a win for me and very gratifying because, you know, you can build businesses and all that sort of stuff, but it's how you empower teams and empower individuals over time. So that's, mm -hmm. that's the gift that keeps giving. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. I, I love that. And you've worked at some great organizations. So I'm sure you've got this amazing network of people that you've worked with and touched over the years. So that and, uh, and I'm old. So just time. <laughs> the, one of those two things. That's great. I, I love that. Well, it's hard to believe, but we're at 11 minutes. And so that's all the time we've got. But I learned a lot. I hope you did too. Some of the things we talked about, your experience starting at the beginning of online advertising with that healthy skepticism, bringing B2B marketing best of skills to companies with purpose and bringing purpose to the companies that are bringing that technology, doing that internal marketing and communications within the team is just a huge gap. Some of the tools that you mentioned, like Grammarly, Bombora, Qualified and gravitating towards tools that have this underlying philosophy, making sure you recognize that clients are busy. And so you got to condense it and break through. They're not always thinking about your product. So you got to get it to them in a way that makes sense to them. The wish for an AI or maybe an AI powered visualization tool, like we're all hoping for that. And then I love this last point about really enjoying seeing people that you've worked with over time to really flourish and go on to great things in their career. So I love that. So that's a lot of stuff. We covered that in 11 minutes, if you can believe it. So thank you, Mark, so much for joining us today. Really appreciate your time. Thank you both. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, thank Thanks you. And we've got a great lineup of B2B marketing experts on deck. So check out more episodes at octane11.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks for listening. Thank you.